Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Nebraska basketball players Trey and Bryce McGowans give you an inside look at the program and much more. Off Court is brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Hello and welcome again to another edition of Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. As you heard, we're brought to you by our proud title sponsors, Tanner's Bar and Grill and Tavern 180. If you have not gone to either place, check them out. I know Bryce was in there um, on Saturday, watched a little college football. And you get asked about the commercial a lot, Bryce? Uh, A few times, a few times. Did it play when you were in Tanner's? Uh, I saw it uh, when I was walking downtown. Because Joe Jojo told me he was eating dinner. Jojo Dolman, who's in it with us, um, said he was in Tanner's and it played. And it was right. it was kind of weird sitting yeah, in Tanner's right. and having the commercial play. <laughs> um, but guys, lots to talk about. Um, we kind of got hit with some breaking news as the show started. Uh, we uh, waited till it was done with, but the schedule got released for Nebraska. We now know the Big Ten schedule. Um, so you got a schedule in front of you right now. We're going to talk about the schedule, Robin. <laughs> Yeah, the Big Ten schedule finally dropped. I don't know if they're ever actually going to put it out there, but dropped Wednesday afternoon, and lots to lots of things to react to. I guess we'll start. Um, obviously, those early December games they paired you to start off conference play on Saturday, December fourth, at Indiana, and then three days later on Tuesday, December seventh, you're go you're hosting. Michigan, I guess to to start off, guys. What what do you think about those early draws, especially when you can, you take it to the fact that they're surrounded by that uh, early non conference schedule? You're at North Carolina State. You got the neutral site game in Atlanta with Auburn, and then host Kansas State on December nineteenth. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about the Indiana game um, just because I get to play against X. Um, Xavier my, Johnson, former Nebraska commit. Yeah, um, my room. He was my roommate at Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, we talk every day, so I'm just – I mean, we've been talking trash um, <laughs> kind of since he got to Indiana. Um, and then just Michigan just being the first home game, mm-hmm. first um, Big Ten game in PBA. And Bryce, I mean, obviously those two are pretty high-profile conference games, but then you pair that with uh, what's surrounding it with that, that non-conference slate. Those first three weeks of December are going to be a pretty defining stretch for you guys right out of the gates. I know the, the non-conference slate starts off – relatively easy when you get seven straight at home but things are going to get dialed up a, a lot in December I guess what's your, what's your reaction to that December stretch um you know being a freshman uh you know never being able to uh, play in you know such an atmosphere uh, like the Big Ten so you know just really come out with energy uh it's going to be fun uh and very entertaining so you know just come out and compete every day as a team and you know take care of business now, I guess looking over the schedule here, uh, some some notable uh, things about it that jump out. Uh, two Friday night home games and then two Saturday home games. Uh, you get uh, Northwestern and Rutgers at home on Saturdays and then Fridays against Maryland 
and Iowa. Um, the back end of the schedule is notable. Three of your final four regular season games are going to be on the road. Well, you're at Northwestern, Penn State, Wisconsin with a home game of Iowa with Iowa in between there. But there's a stretch in the middle from January 25th to February 9th where you got four out of five at home. Now, you guys mentioned, you know, just being able to play, uh, you know, some big name opponents on, on a big stage, but also be able to play in front of fans. Uh, I'm sure that being able to play a couple weekend night games and then getting a stretch like that at home, Trey, that, that's got to be a, a kind of an appealing uh, couple spots on the schedule for you. Uh, no, most definitely. Um, especially just think about last year, how um, much the fans probably would have helped or changed the outcome of the games. Um, and then, I mean, I think I don't think anybody um, from this year's team got to play in PBA in front of fans. So I'm sure everybody's going to be amped up. Now, is there is there one game that jumps out to you guys as one that immediate? And you mentioned Indiana playing against Xavier, uh, Bryce. You got one that you're like, oh boy, here we go. Uh, playing against Maryland, um, you know, one of my closest uh, friends, Ike Cornish. He was on my um, uh, high school basketball team. He was uh, played at Legacy uh, with me, so you know, we have a, a a very good relationship. So you know, we both uh, you know get after it. You're listening here to Off Cart with Trey and Bryce McGowns. Guys, something about the Big Ten I think that's unique, too, on the schedule is they're playing more Friday games. And you know, do you guys like Friday? I, I think the Big Ten is really the only major league now that kind of takes on the Friday window and puts a big game on TV on Friday night. You guys have played in a couple. I don't remember, Robin, has Pinnacle Bank Arena really ever hosted a Friday night game with fans? And we have two of them now this year. Yeah, they have before. Um, I don't know if necessarily a Big Ten game, but they've had Friday night. But not a Big Ten before. game. Yeah. yeah, as far as conference goes. I know they did a bunch of Saturday games, but the Friday night thing was relatively new, uh, and I think that really started to heat up last year. So um, I guess I can't recall if there's ever been one, but certainly they've been few and far between. So would you rather play Friday night or Sunday if you had to choose? I mean, everybody wants to play Saturday. Friday night. Friday most definitely. Friday. <laughs> Yeah, like, do you guys like playing like noon on Sunday or two on Sunday? I mean, I know that's the CBS kind of big window game that, you know, usually the marquee game of the week's on. But like, is that like a do players care? I mean, is there like a day of the week or college basketball like you want to be on more than the other? Um, most definitely Saturdays. Um, but I mean, Sundays, um, it's really just kind of weird because usually Sunday games are pretty early. Um and then just super shoot around being um, super early um, or whatnot. So really just being able, having to go to sleep early at night just to be up. Friday night atmospheres, too, I think down here will be pretty good. I mean, we just to have 15,000 fans down here for a Friday night game, I mean, that's got a chance to be some of the better atmospheres all year. Oh, yeah. And then especially, you know, when you look at – couple of the opponents they're bringing in yeah i mean the fact that you get you get uh you know i guess northwestern on saturday Rutgers on saturday but then those friday nights maryland that's a big draw and then obviously iowa on february 25th that's that which one should be rocking especially with it being late in the season that's going to be your seat that's me senior night uh, add that into that iowa senior night for the final home game on a friday night could do worse not a bad way to end it, and I'm guessing those are like seven o'clock games. Have they put game times out? No, yet? they just done the the actual date so far. I think the the TV eventually will dictate when those games go. They've down. done some double headers on Fridays in the Big Ten, I guess, like a six and an eight, or well, lots to talk about here, guys. Um, Want to hit on some football with you as well? With NFL football starting this weekend, so when we come back, uh, we're going to continue this tr- conversation with Bryce and Trey. 
Lat Mayen has joined us in studio as well, and we'll catch back up with Lat. He came on earlier in the year, and, and people loved him, and we want to have Lat back on here again. So uh, you're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. Hi, it's Sean Callahan with Husker Online. We all have smartphones, and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones and see what we find. Learn more at uscellular.com slash built for us. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And we're back here on Off Court. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Bryce, and Trey McGowans. You heard brought to you by Tanner's bar and grill and tavern 180 but this segment of the show brought to you by gary michaels clothiers on 56 and pine lake road they are your exclusive outfitter of trey and bryce they will dress them here for this 2021-22 basketball season check out their new location over there in village gardens on 56 and pine lake it is your exclusive custom sportswear store in lincoln Um, they've been around uh, outfitting husker coaches and um, businessman in Lincoln for many years. Check out Gary Michaels Clothiers on 56 and Pine Lake Road. Guys, football season officially kicked off here this last weekend in Lincoln. Uh, Nebraska got a 52-7 to win. We saw you down on the sidelines having fun pregame. Uh, it was your first time actually seeing a crowd at a Nebraska football game being down here. What did you guys think? I mean, what, was it was it as fun as you thought? I mean, it was 11 a.m. kick. I get it a little harder to get going, but what did you guys think of your first game day? The atmosphere, uh, it was great. Uh, just being able to see people um, back in the stands. Uh, you know, we got some support from, you know, the people in the stands. So, you know, it was fun. Uh, just being able to see football again. You know, us being from the South uh, is what is what we uh, love to watch. So, um, and play back in the day. <laughs> but it, it was it was good. What did you think, Trey? Nah, it, it, was, it was definitely a fun experience. Um, my first time in Memorial Stadium. Um, definitely didn't disappoint, um, and the football team they won. So yeah, break down the game. Like, what did What did you think? Uh, they they started off slow, but but once they got once they got going, um, yeah, it was good. I remember we were on the way back, um, leaving the game, and then by the time we got back home, it was a blowout, mm-hmm. and it was just like super close, like a three point game or something. Nice. Now, I mean, obviously it was the first game for you guys, but pretty much. Everyone that was down there with you on your team, it was their first experience as well. Right. Kind of went through the roster and tallied that only two scholarship players on your entire team had ever been to a game at Memorial Stadium. That was Derek Walker uh, when he was a sit-out transfer in 2019 and Wilhelm Breidenbach when he was on an official visit in the fall of 2019. Now, obviously, um, you know Sam Hoiberg had been you know with, with his dad before, but uh, and I think Jace Piekowski's probably been on there too, but uh just what was kind of the reaction of, of some of the other guys i mean so not only some of your teammates had never been to a nebraska game before but you had a couple teammates that had never been to a football game period yeah. K- K- kise yeah. uh oleg was there you i think it was just kind of fun watching their faces taking yeah, yeah. that all in but what, what did they have to say about it they were definitely you know happy to be uh in you know a space like that uh i don't think they've probably never seen anything in that you know uh you know, 
style. Mm -hmm. So yeah, they were, I could tell on their faces they were happy to be there. Nah, K say definitely ha he, he was smiling the whole time. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> he, every day. <laughs> yeah, he, he had his he had his phone out recording and taking pictures. Um, so I asked him. He said he definitely uh, enjoyed and was having fun. So did you guys have to like tell him the rules and stuff? Like <laughs> what, what was actually going on on the field? Nah, he he, he was trying to learn. He he was um, he was watching it for sure. Nice. Well, I guess obviously this is also uh, kickstarting the the NFL season this week. I know you guys are fans of, of the NFL. I guess we'll start off. Who is your favorite team, and what are what is the outlook for your team this year? I don't really have a favorite team because we don't in South Carolina. There is no team. Not the Falcons. Nah, it was it not used the Panthers. To be, it used to be the Panthers. Okay. Yeah, we used to yeah, uh, take Cam. trips when Cam was a quarterback. We used to, uh, that was our favorite, but, you know, it's over with now. So, <laughs> <laughs> and my dad's a Cowboys fan, so usually if the Cowboys are on, that's who I'm going for. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Trey, you, you got a favorite? I never I never had a favorite. I just like watching um, players, honestly. So, so who are the players that you like? I mean, obviously Cam's not even in the league right now, for, for, for now. But mm -hmm. it, what, what what guys do, if they're on, you make it an appointment viewing? Yeah. Usually um, defensive I mean, guys. Yeah, but, I mean, just to think back when we were um, – Little me and Bryce shared bunk bed. Shared a room. We had bunk bed. I think Bryce had a Mike Vick, mm -hmm. um, fat head on his nice. on his side, and then nice. on my side I had a uh, Chad Ochocinco. Um But I, it was Chad Johnson then, so you can just imagine how young we were. But nah, definitely the players who make the most noise for sure. Yeah, we. I you know defensive players are you know exciting because you know they be out there talking. Uh, trash, uh, they be active. So yeah. we watch Jay the Ramsey uh, highlights all the time. Jamal you Adams. Yeah. So you like the loud personalities. Yeah. It seems like so. Uh, I mean, obviously, you guys both played a little bit of football back in your days. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked with Kelly a little bit about uh, you know <laughs> playing yo know, games with you, Trey. But what, what, recap, people. What what was your position? And if you would have stuck with football, uh, you know what 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 programs would you have looked at if you if you had the chance to play college football? What where would you what would be your dream school or at least your list of dream schools? My top five would be first <laughs> position and your school position. Uh, I want to say I would have stuck with quarterback. No, yeah, I'll be a quarterback. Yeah, so I'll be QB. <laughs> my top five standing at six, 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 seven. QB. Uh, we going with Clemson, LSU, Bama, Florida State. Uh. Let's see. Miami. They just wavy over there again. <laughs> they just you guys nothing else for the official visit, right? Did you guys yeah. watch the Clemson game this weekend? Oh, Georgia. Yeah, them boys be Georgia, Ooh. Bama. That's what I can yeah, Georgia. Did you guys watch Clemson, Georgia, Miami, Alabama? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bryce said uh Georgia's defense is gonna be like that, though. Yeah, I, I told Trey before the game, I was like, well, it's, it's over with. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Clemson couldn't even, like, move at a yard on that defense. Yeah, they couldn't. So who wins between Bama and Georgia this year? Bama. Bama. Even with that Georgia defense? You see Bama defense? <laughs> <laughs> you see they outfit? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So I guess uh, that being said, right now, give us your picks. Who's playing in the college football playoff? Four, who's your four teams in the college football playoff? Uh, Ohio State. Uh, Alabama, Georgia. So two SEC teams. Mm -hmm. um, Oklahoma, they looking shaky. Yeah. Notre, Notre Dame look real good. Yeah. Notre Dame look good. Okay. All right, and then how about in the NFL? What you going with? 
Well, Huskers. Nebraska. So, yeah, Ohio State looked tough. Um, I'm going to go Ohio State, Bama. I'm going to go Georgia. I'm going to do two SEC teams as well. A&M could slip in there too. Yeah, then, then it's that other team. I, I haven't gotten to see them yet. Like yeah. before, before last week, I would have said Oklahoma, no-brainer, but they got some proving to do. What about Oregon? Yeah. Oh, but they play. Who do they play? They play Ohio State, and yeah. they lost a good player. And then you got yeah, used. They lost, and they lost you, their best defensive player. Ohio got, State this weekend. Yes. Yeah. And they're fourteen Oregon, point, fourteen point dogs. Ooh, How about UCLA? Do you guys watch UCLA take down um, LSU? LSU? Yeah. That was a blowout. Yeah. Me and Tra- I think me and we were talking about it in the locker room, and I was like, LSU going they gonna win this? I don't know, but never mind. Yeah, they did not. <laughs> they did not. Well, guys, it was fun talking some football here. I know you guys are basketball guys, but you're football. You're you're in Nebraska. We got to talk football in Nebraska during football season. But when we come back, Lat Mayan is going to join us on the show as we'll catch up with Lat next. You're listening here to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And welcome back here to Off Court. Sean Callahan and Robin Washett, as you heard, brought to you by Tanner's and Tavern 180 in Lincoln. Get into both spots. Check them out. They are proud supporters and sponsors here of Off Court. But this segment of Off Court is brought to you by Lazari's Pizza. Check them out for authentic New York-style pizza on 48th and Old Cheney Road, uh, they are a proud supporter of Nebraska basketball and off court with Trey and Bryce. But joining us now here in studio, Robin, with Bryce, as uh, Trey had a, an appointment to head off to, but we've got Lat Mayan sitting in. And um, Lat, you, you're no stranger to the program. You've been on off court before. It's great to have you back on with us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. So we asked the other guys this. This was also your very first time getting to see memorial stadium uh i know you're not the the biggest football fan but what was just the the environment like for you to to see eighty eight thousand people you know all in one big stadium watching the game um it was crazy i mean i ain't never seen that many people together at one time before really so um yeah it was definitely something crazy and you know the fans were loud and all of that but um it just made me more excited about our games and how pba is gonna look like so Definitely was cool. What was the biggest crowd you've ever either been a part of or played in front of? Or maybe both? Um, the biggest one was probably like when I was in Germany, actually, when we played under, it was under 18s at the Albert Schweitzer tournament. Um, but, um, yeah. That was how, many, like, how many fans were that? I don't know, but it was it was a fa- it was packed like it was just like a pack arena. It wasn't nothing too crazy, but that was probably like the most I ever played in front of before. But, okay. Yeah. Well, then we also touched on the schedule. Uh, you know, these guys gave, kind of gave their their two cents on the the Big Ten schedule. Um, I know you're kind of getting your first glance at it today, but anything jump out to you uh, about you know maybe games that 
you're excited about or, you know, stretches that um, you think might be important for the season? Anything really jump out to you at this this first look at the league slate? Um, I mean, yeah, just really the first few games for the start um, jump out to me. And I feel like, you know, um, with last year, like, you know, a lot of people put us at the bottom of the ladder. So, like, with the, um, the first few games, you know, if we get up to a good start, I feel like, you know, people will show us more respect, and then, you know, that will kind of let us know how our season's going to go. Now, I mean, you obviously have been through the Big Ten before, but you did it without fans. When you look back on last season, were there games that if there was a full house at PBA and you had, you know, 15,000, 16,000 people cheering you on, that it might have made the difference between a win and a loss? I can think of a couple, like that that Illinois game. Mm-hmm. I remember that was one where you just played them tough. And I, I know from, for a fact that if there would have been fans there, you guys would have had so much momentum on your side. But you kind of had to bring your own juice in that one. I mean, are there games like that that, in retrospect, had there been fans, it might have been the difference in some of those outcomes? Yeah, definitely. I mean, because, like, well, first of all, like, a lot of us grow up with having fans around. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're used to that. And there's... I feel like to me, I feel like there's some some type of um, energy you get from the crowd or the fans that is that you really can't explain during during games and like tough moments and stuff like that. But um, yeah, definitely for sure. Is there a a game or a, a team that you really want to get another crack at this year? Um, yeah, I mean definitely the Il- um, the Illinois game mm-hmm. at home. You know, I feel, I feel like we. We let that one slip a little bit, and we um, definitely dis, um, deserve to play them again. Yeah, so you get Illinois once, but on Tuesday, January 11th, they come to PBA again. So yeah. they'll actually have to try to beat you with fans this time. So, yeah, yeah. That, that'll be a big yeah. one. A big uh, so I guess, uh, you know, looking a, looking ahead, um, you, know, you guys are back on campus. Uh, I guess what what are you guys doing right now uh, as far as, you know, workouts and uh, how, how are classes going for you? I know these guys have, have been getting easing into the student life, yeah. uh, you know, balance a little bit. How, how have uh, the, the fall semester treated you so far? Um, it's been good. I mean, it, it, it was a little, it was a little um, adjustment that you had to make, obviously, with um, not being on campus last year or um, the year before that a little bit. But, um, yeah, but it's been good, though. And practice, practice has been good. I feel like we, you know, I feel like we're going the right direction, you know, like um, obviously at the start of the summer, you know, we put in a lot of work. And um, like then, obviously, people, you know, we, we had good days, we had bad days, we had good days, you know, and I feel lately we've just been adding up the good days, and now we're just starting to see where our program is kind of going. So, yeah. You're listening here to Off Court. Once again, this segment of Off Court is brought to you by Lazari's Pizza. Uh, when we come back on Off Court, we'll hear more from Lat Man. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. And we're back here on Off Court. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, you heard, brought to you by our proud title sponsors of Tanner's um, and Tavern 180. Check out both locations in Lincoln on 30th and Yankee Hill. But this segment of Off Court brought to you by Slim Chickens. Two locations in Lincoln, 14th and Pine Lake, 84th and Old Cheney. Check them out. They've got wings. They've got chicken fingers, chicken and waffles. I know uh, both Vlad and Bryce have checked out Slim Chickens and um, very, very popular spot to um, get good fast food chicken uh, at either one of those two Slim Chicken locations. So thank you for sponsoring Off Court. Um, We'll continue things here as Lat Mayan joins us and Robin Washett will take things over. So, Lat, I mean, obviously we're on a – NIL name image likeness show that was created to, uh, you know, give Bryce and, and Trey the opportunity to, you know, have a, have their platform, but also make a little bit of money off their their celebrity around here. And I think one of the things that kind of gets lost in all of this is players like yourself that are international players that aren't, I guess, technically United States you know, full time citizens cannot benefit from name image likeness like you can't do a podcast you can't do a commercial you can't uh do all this stuff that the majority of your teammates get to do i guess what's that been like for you to i mean know that you know see the stuff that you know your your guys sitting here next to you that, that, that they get to do that you are not allowed to just by the rules from the ncaa yeah um i mean Obviously, it's kind of frustrating, but like it comes, it's it's like so like when you're on a, a student um a student visa, you can't you can't even get a job even if you wanted to for it. So I, I feel like that I think that's more federal um thing than it is NCAA. But with the name and image likeness stuff, it's um I mean it's different because you have a lot we have a lot of international players on the team, you know, and it just you know we we'll come in every day we we'll put in the same work, you know, so it's like. Um, it's a little different, but I mean, some people take it different. Some people don't like. For me, like I, I, I just take it just as another day. Like it, does, it doesn't really come into my mind just cause, like, you know, it, it was never there before. So it's mm-hmm. like it, it doesn't really change nothing for me. So, but um, yeah, it's it's different though for sure. So I mean, there's obviously stuff here, you know, as as a Nebraska basketball player that you can do. But I mean, is there? Would there be opportunities that if you were allowed, you could do like stuff back home or, I mean, like different marketing things, you know, back, you know, with guys like Tomonaga and yourself, I mean, yeah. get, that, that would have kind of your, your followings back home that you'd be able to capitalize on. Is there, is there stuff that maybe you would be able to do if, if, if you had the chance? Yeah, definitely. You know, cause, um, with, uh, with us, like, um, international kids, I feel like, uh, we have a bigger fan base back home cause mm-hmm. obviously they, they've seen you grow, um, grow up to the player you are. So, um, you have a bigger fan base back home. So yeah, you, you, we would have more opportunities back home, or, you know, so yeah, definitely. If there was one thing that you, if you, you were allowed to, do nil stuff what, 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 what route would you take would you want to do a podcast would you want to do a clothing line would you want to do uh you know autograph signings like what, what types of things would you if you were allowed would you really want to take advantage um probably like just like the signing stuff would be cool i guess because um 
you know, just seeing other people, their reactions and stuff like that, especially the younger kids. Um, that'd definitely be cool. So that that would be something I'll I'll be into. And I don't know, for real. Besides that, um, unless if I was in there, then I'd probably think about it a little more. But um, I'm not too sure. Right, for right. Real. Okay, so a couple of shows ago, uh, we asked these guys the question to pick uh, three contestants from the, the Nebraska basketball roster to have a three-point shooting contest. And you made both of their cuts. Yeah. And I think uh, Trey picked you to win. I think Bryce picked uh, Casey. Uh, give me your top three. You can include yourself if you want. And then who wins a three-point shooting contest uh, with Nebraska basketball? Um, I mean, we have a lot of great shooters on the team, mm-hmm. man. Like, we have a team full of shooters. You know, even Bryce himself, he, if he was in there, you have a high chance of winning. So, um, but uh, I'll probably pick my top three will probably be, um, obviously, I'll pick myself. Um, I'll pick Casey, and then I'll probably pick Kobe. Because, you know, I worked out with Kobe before, and I, I've seen him get hot, so I know how much he can make in a row. So okay, I'll definitely pick Kobe, and obviously I'll pick myself to win. So. <laughs> obviously. <Yeah. laughs> All right, then the, the other question was the dunk contest. Who's your three contenders, contestants, for the Nebraska dunk contest, and who wins? Uh, you got Trey, you got Bryce. Um, who else be jumping like that? Keon. Keon. Yeah, you got, yeah. Uh, yeah, them three right there. But uh, I'll probably put, I'll probably put my money on Bryce. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, Trey, Trey voted for Bryce yeah, as well. Yeah, just because so. Bryce, Bryce is more flexible in the air. Like Trey, he, he can more, do the tricks. Yeah, he can <laughs> do the tricks. Trey, Trey a more powerful dunk, you feel me? But, um. I think when Keon was in here, he said he dunked it, and he was like almost breaking his wrist on the rim because he threw it down so hard. So he's a yeah. he's a violent dunker yeah, too, that, right? Yeah, that what he is. Yeah, too. For sure. But when it comes to style points, yeah, style it's all points. Bryce. Yeah, the, well, well, yeah, what the fans <laughs> want to see, yeah, it's all Bryce. All right, then last one for you. I mean, obviously, the last week they announced the uh, opening night, uh, and you're gonna get G Herbo in for a concert. Now these guys said it came down to a, a player vote. Did you did? You vote for G Herbo, and if not, who is your vote for the musical act for that for that uh, event? I I did vote for her. Uh, I had Lil Durk on there and Moneybag. Moneybag, yo. Uh, yeah, Moneybag, yo. All right, then who's who's gonna be your song when they when they do the introductions and introduce all the players in the roster? You get to pick your song that you walk out to. Have you thought about what you're gonna play? Nah, I ain't thought about it yet. <laughs> you better start thinking. It's yeah, coming up. I do need I do need to think of one, but. Well, Bryce pick. What I don't pick? know yet. Like, know yet he said yet. he was going to do Meek Mill. Yeah, it's maybe. either going to be like a Meek song or some Uzi or some wavy jump. Yeah. Or I might just do like a crowd favorite song that, you know, yeah, everybody just kind of yeah. turned up to for sure. All right. All right. When we come back, we are going <laughs> to close the show with the mailbag. You're listening to Off Court with Trey and Bryce McGowns. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. 
With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Off Court with the McGowans, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln. Final segment here of Off Court, Sean Callahan and Robin Washed. As you heard, our proud sponsors, Tavern 180 and Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill. Get in and check out both locations on 30th and Yankee Hill. It's your spot to watch all the college football, NFL action. Go over next door to Tavern, get a craft cocktail, get a steak. Proud title sponsors of Off Court with Trey and Bryce, but... This final segment, the mailbag segment, is brought to you by A1 Automotive, your downtown Lincoln uh, mechanics. If you've got car problems, this needs standard service, anything done to your car, check out A1 Automotive. They are convenient. They're located downtown. Uh, they'll give you a ride to where you want to go. They'll help you out and get you taken care of on all of your car needs. That's A1 Automotive. Well, Robin, it's time for the mailbag. What do you have to lead us off with this week in the mailbag? All right, so obviously both of you guys have had lots of success and you know memorable moments in your basketball careers, but I want you to go back and pick one play, one moment, one game that if you could do it all over again and change the outcome, what, what would it be? My sophomore year, we were in the Upper State Championship against Ridgeview, who we played in the Upper State Championship the next year. Uh, we were... Out of half, we, we went on like an eight eight zero run. Um, we were down at we were down by like like fifteen and a half. We were on an eight zero run straight out of half. Uh, so I was going up for a dunk, and I dunked the ball, and I just came off the rim and I broke my whole arm. Your whole arm? Yeah, my wrist and my forearm. So like this I mean, and you, my wrist. So did it just you just like, hit it on the <laughs> rim or like how? Did no, it. I flew off the like, you know how like you hang yeah, on it, yeah, leg, yeah. Your leg and my leg just swung and so you fell, flip, boom, oh first, man, yes. on my neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And how long were you out with that? Um, I was out for a couple months. So, but I came back like, like just I wasn't fully healthy, but it was live period mm. that week. I said I gotta play. Oh, God. And that was your right arm, your shooting mm-hmm. arm. Wow. So everything, me and my dad were just doing workouts with the left. So there's maybe a silver lining to it. You mm-hmm. probably got way better with your yeah. left hand because of that. All right. All right. Well, how about you, Lat? Uh, is it like a moment you say you can get back? Yeah, a moment, a play, a game. So like if you could go back and do it differently, you know, yeah. if you, if you missed up. a shot or you turned the ball over, you got hurt, you know, if, if there's something that you could do differently in retrospect, what would it be? Uh, it would probably be a game I would want to go play again, and that's when we played. Um, we played New Zealand, um, in Fiji. Okay. And that was for the uh, uh for uh, to qualify for the under 19s and we lost. So that this game. is with the Australian yeah, national the Australian team. National team. And you lost to New Zealand. Yeah, in we lost the qualifier. Yeah, to qualify for the. What would you do different? What What happened? Um. I mean, looking back now, um, you know, I was young then. You know, you obviously don't see the game the same, but um, probably just my mindset going into the game. You know, just just a bunch of little stuff for real, yeah. nothing major. But um, yeah, is it one of those you thought you were just 
you should have won and maybe I didn't mean, come and dialed we in. We definitely should have won. And, 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 and it's just not me. It was just like almost everybody on our team. Like everybody knew we were going to win. You know, they knew we were going to win. But it was just one of them games, you know, they just they just fought to the end. And it was just what it was. All right. Well, I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a tweet this week uh, from the NCAA March Madness account that – that was pretty interesting that your your head coach popped up on. It was the best college basketball head coaches, current college basketball head coaches, based on their college playing careers. And Fred uh, obviously made the list from his time at Iowa State, but Bobby Hurley, who's at Arizona State, player at Duke. Steve Alford uh, was is at Nevada, was at Indiana. Jerry Stackhouse, now at Vanderbilt, at North Carolina. Juwan Howard, Michigan, Michigan. Uh, Patrick Ewing, Georgetown, Georgetown. Penny Hardaway, Memphis, Memphis. Juan Dixon, Coppin State player at Maryland. Mike Woodson, Indiana, Indiana. Hubert Davis, North Carolina, North Carolina. And then Johnny Dawkins, who is at Central Florida, played at Duke. Of that list, I want you to put together a starting five of current college basketball coaches that would be your players on, on a starting five. At the five, we put in Patrick Ewing. No doubt. At the four, we put in Jawan Howard. At the three, we're going to go Stackhouse. Mm-hmm. At the two, we'll go Coach Hoiberg. There you go. And at the one, we'll go that man, Penny. Penny. <laughs> that was one of my favorite Penny, players. I was going to say, Penny was your guy, Yeah, right? he was one of my favorite yeah, players. Coming, yeah. How Was he still playing, like, when you, like, really started knowing basketball? Because, I mean, it nah. seems like he was more like my age. Yeah, he wasn't playing. Well. But you went back. And, yeah, he and, was a bad man. Yes. All right, Lat, what do you got? Um, it's hard to beat. But that I like one. Bob. Her, you know, what yeah, I mean? Bobby Hurley. Yeah. I mean, he was a he was a killer at the yeah. point. So and Steve Alford. I mean, he was playing back in the old days, but I mean, he he could put up buckets. Johnny Dawkins was a freak athlete. Man, that's tough. But we were having some debate. If <laughs> I mean, you got to have Fred on there, right? I mean, just to yeah. my my argument was to space the floor to allow those other guys. I mean, you got to have him out there. Uh, on the three, you know, cerebral guy that's going to know where to be, right? Yeah. Need a <laughs> knockdown shooter. Need that outlet. Exactly. All right, so speaking of your coaches, uh, I don't know if you saw, but when I tweeted that group photo of you guys from the football game, our Doc. guy Doc I chimed in. I already knew it was. Like, <laughs> Who, Doc? What Doc, he did? Doc, he, he chimed in and said, nah, well, they're not the most best-looking guys. But <laughs> <laughs> they, they can ball, but they're not the best-looking. We need the coaches in there, you know, so <laughs> – uh, that being said, who is the best dressed player on the team and the best dressed coach on the team? And then <laughs> maybe you could throw in a, the worst dressed coach on there as well. I would say the uh, most of us, like me, you, Trey, Zoe, we be putting it on. Yeah, Q, CJ be putting it on yeah, too. Yeah, dude, but I'm going to bet on myself yeah. every time. <laughs> you guys all have really eclectic styles. Yeah, like we all wear different, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Different yeah. things, so. I don't know where CJ got it, but CJ he, got a more unique. Yes. His is more like he be yeah, his is more bucket put, hat. His, yeah. yeah, his is more put yeah. together. Like he he really like he had the whole thing. He had the film camera and yeah, everything, man. He yeah. looked like a, a tourist dad from the nineteen eighties or something like, like that. But he made it look cool. I yeah, mean, that's right. the thing. I mean, you gotta have that that swag too. All right, so pick one then. Who's the best? Best I'm betting on myself. Okay, okay. Yeah. What about you, Lad? Me. Yeah. <laughs> I love the confidence. All right, uh, and then how about the coach? Best dressed coach. Fred's probably got to be hard to beat, right? I haven't really seen. He's got NBA suits. I, I, haven't, yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody like 
outside of like basketball just Yeah, he ain't seen nothing yet, but I probably like um actually I seen Coach Kurt. You seen Kurt Kirby putting it on, yeah, but I probably give it to Hoyberg for sure. He do okay. I never I yeah, never he, seen he, he he be having them suits on. Yeah, he be he, he be like that. All right. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun. Uh, Nebraska-Buffalo, 2.30 Saturday. Hopefully you guys will be at the football game again this week, and we'll get a report, uh, Bryce, from you and Trey next week on the game as well as some NFL takes. So Mm -hmm. um, another fun edition of Off Court. Thanks for listening to Off Court with the McGowans, powered by Husker Online. Join us for another show next week, brought to you by Tavern 180 and Tanner's Bar and Grill in Lincoln.